kind of hard to believe we're just a couple hours away from our final event here at the 2016 Sunshine Coast Festival of the Written Arts. Lots of memories have been made this weekend, plenty more to be made this evening at our final event. I'm Sean Eckford, one of the directors here at the festival and our resident podcaster. Those memories, of course, different for everyone. Sometimes it's simply listening to one of the authors from the secluded spots in the rhododendron garden or the incredible stillness of a flawless summer night as Guy Gavriel Kay read his memorial poem for George Jonas or the rollicking reading of George Eliot Clark. Sometimes the festival's about little moments as well as the big ones, like learning this morning from Mark Winston, author of Bee Time, about the thriving colony of wild bees in one of the giant cedars just outside our pavilion. Well, I've been in and out of the, uh, of the pavilion quite a number of times this weekend, and a woman I was standing next to pointed out, up, looked up and said, oh, are those bees up there? So I hadn't actually seen them myself but one of the other uh, people attending and pointed it out. And as soon as I looked up, you could see the characteristic flight patterns of the bees. So for those who are having trouble visualizing this, would this be, they're living inside the tree? They're inside the tree. They, they come in and out of a small knot hole. That's their entrance. And inside the tree, there's a hollow cavity in which they hang their comb. So there would be honeycomb filled with honey and brood and pollen and things. And uh, inside there, they're quite warm and protected. It's cool during the summer. Nice, They can keep it nice and warm during the winter. Other times, the moments are unexpected, like watching Anakena Schofield cross paths with a tourist from Germany and suddenly start speaking in German, or finding that one euro coin in the change collected at night. Now, I'm not going to say there's a connection between German tourists on the premises and euro coins circulating, but there might be a connection. Sometimes they're educational, like having Madeleine Tien taking you into the history of the time and place of her novel, Do Not Say We Have Nothing, or Janet Rogers setting the stage for her spoken word piece with a quick lesson in Mohawk. And if you want to learn a little bit of Mohawk, I'll teach you now. Um, we can say, uh, uh, turn to the person next to you and say, Da Guanye. Da Guanye. That means kiss me. There you go. So you'll hear that in the poem. One of the things I enjoy most about the festival is getting a chance to meet the new voices authors, the ones who are just publishing their first novels, despite having perhaps sometimes a lengthy career of one sort or another that's related to literature in their past. This year, our new voices were Carol Daniels, the first Aboriginal woman ever to anchor a national newscast in Canada and now turned novelist with Bear Skin Diary about the 60s scoop on the prairies, and Kareem Al-Rawi, who's been around a lot. He was born in Alexandria, Egypt, and has lived in Britain, the U.S., and Canada. His novel, Book of Sands, is set during the Arab Spring. So I had a chance to ask both of them about the fact that they've written these novels that describe events that many people might relate to, and whether they hear often from people in audiences at festivals like ours about their own personal stories of the events described in their work. Yes, and yes, I, I, I have found that. And it's partly because also when I wrote the novel, I tried to, by adopting a, a, a fictional story in a fictional setting, 
tried to generalize that experience of the uh, Arab Spring so that it would be more accessible to more people and not just resonate for people from that region. Mostly as a writer, and it doesn't matter what I'm writing, um, I want you as a reader to somehow connect in your own life and make positive changes. And what I was talking about, being just kind, you know, and starting with yourself, being kind. Karim also told me a little bit about how his novel is making inroads in the Arab world. Well, at the moment, what's happening is that reviews are coming out uh, in Arabic of the uh, of the novel on on Arabic uh, cultural and and uh, current affairs blogs. So it is gradually permeating into um, the the cultural consciousness of the region through the internet. Maybe the best thing to do at this point is to give the last word to some of the authors and festival attendees I had a chance to talk to over the course of the past three days. In certain places you get a sense that you're with real readers and that really feeds you as a writer. So I feel that very strongly here. Lawrence Hill was amazing and listening to him talk about the process to go from book to um, screenplay was really interesting and the decisions that you have to make and how much control you have and don't have and his experience in South Africa doing the filming. And then last night to hear him talk a bit more about the illegal and his whole sense of identity and who he is being of mixed race and stuff, it was really good. I love the festival. It's the second time I've come. I came in 2010 with my wife, Miranda Hill, and this time I've come with my daughter, Carolyn. Uh, we came a few days early to enjoy Skookumchak and to just hang out and relax and visit some surrounding areas. You get to meet a lot of other writers, which is great, and of course readers. It's really one of the best festivals in the country. It's fabulous. Uh, just the atmosphere and uh, the openness of the theatre um, and just hearing everybody talk. This is my seventh talk. I'm really enjoying it. It's fabulous. I'll have seen eight events by the time we're done, um, which is our, sort of our usual quota. We've been, we've been coming for this for a number of years. Anyone in particular stand out so far this time? The, the Bee Man? Carolyn Woodward, I, I, I really enjoyed her. This is a great festival. This is the best one, actually, that I have ever been to. And I, my, the last time I've been here was 25 years ago, mind you. I've been to lots of festivals, but this one is unparalleled. Ian McAllister and uh, Lorna Crozier, that was great. It's been outstanding, yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's... It's so beautiful up here and um, Andreas and Sharon have been kind enough to put me up in their writing cabin where I actually got uh, a huge chunk of writing done, which is a, which is a nice kind of double dipping at a writer's festival. Uh, to, to get to read from uh, one project but get some work done on another is kind of, a, I feel like I'm, I'm tempting fate, uh, uh, but felt very good about that. This is the most uh, marvelous of festivals. The audiences, absolutely remarkable. Such deep readers and thinkers and people that love to engage with reading and writing. It's just been great. Yeah, I think the organization is absolutely amazing. I said I'd give them the last word, but I didn't say I'd give them the last music. Many of you, of course, will be joining us later this evening for our final performance. Kinney Starr will be taking the Festival Pavilion stage at around 7.30 this evening, but... For those of you who aren't able to make it, here's just a little bit 
of Kinney's work to go out on. Is it all right for me to feel this way, boy? 